Hello, and welcome to the Pause to Not Please podcast. My name is Haley Lynn. I will be your host. I am a life coach and licensed therapist in Phoenix, Arizona. We talk about the hard things here because that's how you grow into a life you love by getting just 1% better every single day and stepping out of your comfort zone. If you are looking for a podcast of uplifting resources, a place where you can grow, then stay tuned. You are in the right place. Let's get started. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Pause to Not Please podcast. First off, thank you all for joining me as I rebrand this podcast. For those that are my OGs and that have been following me for about four years, my podcast used to be called Day to Your Soul Convos because my life coaching business is called dare to date your soul and date your soul co. So I wanted to create a podcast for you all that is like talking to a friend, like you're pulling up coffee, you have some coffee, you're pulling up a chair and we're talking together at a cafe. I think those are the best conversations when you feel like you're talking to a peer who understands what you're going through, but can also guide you with compassion on a way to feel more authentic and a life that you absolutely love and adore. And I would be selfish to say that when I record these podcasts are therapeutic for me to just talk and get my heart out and express myself in a fun way. If you are listening to this podcast and you actually like to learn visually and see the host, I am recording a live right now on Instagram as I am recording this podcast. So if you ever want to hop on there and say hello to me, or if you're watching this as a live and you want to have this live in your pocket as a podcast, you can definitely listen to that. So thank you all so much for being here. Let me give you a little life update. I've heard some people and some hosts do that on podcasts, and I thought, why not? So an update for me, my sister's getting married this weekend. I'm so excited to go down to Tucson, Arizona and celebrate that with her. I I was talking to a friend today, and weddings feel like a life speed bump. They allow you to slow down and look at what really matters And truly, that's to love one another. When all else fails, we are all love. You know, whatever we are striving for today, if it went away tomorrow, we would still have each other. And so love is so important. So that's what I'm looking forward to. And I would love to hear what you're looking forward to this week or today. You can hop on over to my Instagram at dateyoursoulco, and I'd love to hear what's going well. But in today's podcast, we're going to be talking about how to be kind to ourselves, and how kindness to ourselves can actually transform our life. If you are like me, I can be my worst critic. I can be my hardest critic where I say things like, oh, I'm such a failure and I'm so unattractive or I'm not good enough at my job. And these negative, this negative self-talk can kind of interweb its way into my life and I have definitely been there and I've, I've have tools and I have skills that help me get out of those places of not being kind to myself. But if you can relate to this, I just want you to know you're definitely not alone. You know, we have over 60,000 thoughts a day. That's a, that's a lot of thoughts. And a lot of those are based on a more negative um, outlook because our human beingness, our evolution is geared to look at the negative so we can stay alive, so we can keep producing. However, it might help for surviving. It's not helping for thriving. And when we are not kind to ourselves, we're really doing ourselves a disjustice and those around us because those around us want the best 
from us. They want us to be present. We want the best for them. And when we're not kind to ourselves, we're not being the best for them. And I want you to just for a second, think to yourself and kind of reframe this. Could you actually imagine talking to your child or your best friend or your parent the way you're currently talking to yourself right now? If you can't, something needs to change. Yet, if you were in tune to your inner narrative, do you find that sometimes you talk to yourself in a critical way or in a harsh way? Hi, thanks for joining us on Instagram. I'm recording a podcast as we go along. So just want to say hello to you. If you talk to yourself in a way that you wouldn't want to talk to your child or your partner or your parents, something needs to change because you are your greatest relationship. You're going to be your forever relationship, to be honest. At the end of the day, you're always going to have yourself. One of the reasons for this is that the way we speak to ourselves often becomes and forms the beliefs that we have about ourselves. So let me talk to you a little bit about beliefs for just a second. If you're in the personal growth world or you're in the therapist world, you've probably heard about limiting beliefs or beliefs. And what this is, is they are deep narratives that we create in childhood about who we are. And if we don't question them as adults, then they will continue continue into adulthood. They will continue into the next decade. Thoughts like, I am not enough. I'm not good enough. You're not good enough to do that. You're a failure. You don't have enough money. Who do you think you are? Imposter syndrome. And so those things become beliefs about ourselves. The language that we use to speak to ourselves really does matter because it shapes our self-perception. I'm going to say that one time again. The language that we use to speak to ourselves really does matter because it changes and it shapes our self-perception. So if you are speaking not kind to yourself and in a way that perpetuates not good enough and unworthiness, that's going to become your perception. And oftentimes people are afraid to be kinder to themselves because they think that this means just giving up on themselves and accepting the way things are if you're kinder. But when you're kinder to yourself, this is not necessarily the truth. This is so actually far from the truth. Being kind to yourself often actually involves prioritizing our long-term goals and not giving up and not accepting that we are okay with what is happening. When you speak kinder to yourself, you give yourself a second to breathe, to be, to have less judgment. And think about it like this. I don't know if I have any parents out there. I do life coach lots of women. And oftentimes I'll say to them, if you talk to your child the way you talk to yourself, do you think that you would have a good relationship? And it's kind of a a hard coaching question because they often say, well, no, I wouldn't. And that's understandable because you wouldn't just... You wouldn't just tell your child what you do to yourself. And I don't want you to treat yourself like that. It's powerful when you can take a step back and transform the way that you talk to yourself. And you wouldn't talk to your child or your friend like you talk to yourself because you love them. And this means you want what's best for them long term, right? So when you're kind to yourself, you're not letting yourself off the hook. It's not just accepting that what is what is. When you're kind to yourself, you're saying, I'm going to be kind to myself today and I'm going to learn to love myself today because long term, I have goals of health. I have goals of mental health that I want to reach and beating myself up right now is not doing that. 
So it's really important to know in the same way that being kind to yourself means coaching yourself kindly and compassionately, but also in a motivational way. It means thinking about what's best for you in the long term and the short term and giving yourself a break because we can, again, all be our biggest critics. So I want to give you some steps, some practical tools to walk away from so you can transform the way that you are talking to yourself. You can speak to yourself in a kinder way. Are you ready for some practical skills? I know I am. I'm always open for this. We have a comment here on Instagram showing compassion to ourselves. Absolutely. That's such a great skill, just showing compassion. So what can we do? The first thing we can do is ask ourselves every single morning. This is a question you can put on a sticky note. This is a question that you can make a wallpaper if you want, if you use Canva or Word. You could even write this down as a note in your phone, screenshot it and make it your wallpaper. The question is this, this morning, am I going to be my worst enemy or my best friend? This morning, am I going to be my worst enemy or my best friend? This is a practical skill and question you can ask yourself every single day. When I think about worst enemy, I kind of think of Regina George from Mean Girls, you know? (laughs) I think about that girl that just is so rude and is two-faced and does not tell you the truth. And oftentimes we have that, that woman inside of us. So when you ask yourself, am I going this morning, am I going to be my worst enemy or my best friend? Think about your best friend. Think about someone who has your best interests at heart. Can you for just a second in the morning, just take a quick second, lean into those characteristics. So I know that my mom has my best interests at heart. I know my sister has my best interests at heart. I know my husband is one of my best friends and their attributes is that they listen to me. They take a second to get to know me. And that's what I want you to do to yourself by asking yourself that powerful question this morning. Am I going to be my worst enemy or am I going to be my best friend? Really powerful question. The second practical skill I want to leave you with here to transform how you speak to yourself is it's kind of like, um, what's a good way to put it? Like an energy, you know, when a light comes on in your car and you're like, oh, I should go get an oil change. This is your oil change for changing your mindset. If you're noticing that you are speaking something rude to yourself and you're going into a downward spiral of I'm not enough, I'm so worthless, who do I think I am? I want you to imagine a stop sign in your mind, an actual stop sign. I believe it's an octagon, y'all. I passed geometry, but not with like a great grade. So bear with me here. But I want you to picture a red stop sign in your mind. And you can even just say stop. It's, it's a great skill. You notice yourself saying stop and you visualize a red stop sign. Why am I asking you to visualize? If you visualize a red stop sign, when you're going down into those critical negative thoughts, your mind will recognize that as a symbol. Our brain actually works a lot in symbols and images. So if you see a stop sign, you're going to stop yourself. So that is another practical skill to use. The very first skill was to ask yourself this morning, am I going to be my worst enemy or best friend? The second skill is to actually think of a stop sign and stop yourself when you're going into that spiral of negativity. And I have totally been there, especially being a life coach and a therapist. And I serve so many amazing women online through the Tribulant Woman Method and helping women break out of people pleasing. It happens to me every now and then 
or I don't think I'm enough, or I have those negative thoughts and I just stop myself. And then the very last skill I have for you is I want you to start changing your thoughts into an inspirational or motivational way. So instead of saying things like, I just cannot do anything. I am worthless. I am not enough. Try things like, I'm doing the best I can. Uh, Hi, Haley. (laughs) Good to see you on Instagram. I'm recording a podcast as we go. Um, So try saying things like, I'm doing the best I can. I'm learning that I can be kinder to myself. I know God has a bigger plan for me. I am loved in his eyes. I can do this. I believe in myself. I want you to start transforming the way you talk to yourself in a compassionate and kind way. And if this is hard for you in the beginning, when you're in a negative spiral, try this instead. I Stick with me here. I know this is kind of a fun, interesting coping skill. I want you to picture yourself like a little child. So if there is an outfit you remember wearing, maybe it's overalls, maybe it's just a little sundress. And I want you to picture your little girl self. Would you talk to her like you are now? And more often than not, just by visualizing our little self, we wouldn't. We have so much love and compassion for her, the little, the littleness inside of us. So those are some practical skills to take away from. The very first one is to ask yourself this morning, am I choosing to be my worst enemy or my best friend? The second thing to do is to picture a stop sign and stop yourself. Just say, hey, stop, right? Right, just stop. And that's going to help you really just, okay, I do not need to go down that alley. The, the third practical skill here is to shift those thoughts to a compassion or inspirational statement. Like, I can really do this. I am learning. I am growing on the way. God sees me as a daughter and beautiful and he loves me. What can you say to yourself to, to, to just kind of change and shift those thoughts to one of inspiration? And if you're not in a state of inspiration and wanting to speak kinder to yourself, I completely understand that. There are some days, whew, it is, it's not easy. Like there are days that it is very hard for me. Instead of going inspirational, motivational, I picture myself as a little girl and I speak to that little girl. I see her in an outfit. And sometimes that, that little girl is 12 years old. She's almost a teenager and is feeling insecure. And I mother her and I speak to her with kindness because usually when we are this isn't always the case, but when we are saying critical things to ourselves, it's usually a childhood wound or previous old wound that is getting triggered. And so speaking to that younger self with compassion can be very helpful. So my question for you to end today is how would your life change if you started talking to yourself like this instead? How would your life change if you started kind of having your own back and encouraging yourself versus being your biggest critic. And for me, this was life transforming. I didn't actually realize how negative I was to myself until I actually started looking at my thoughts and noticed, yeah, I I talk to myself in a, in a demeaning way. I'm kinder to others than I am to myself. So if you found this helpful, please head over to Date Your Soul Co. on Instagram. And I'd love to hear what practical skill to transform your thoughts was helpful. I'd love to hear it. I'd love to support you. My DMs are open. Maybe it's talking to yourself like a child or trans, excuse me, transforming your thoughts to more inspiration. Or maybe it's asking yourself that powerful morning question. 
Am I going to be my worst critic today, my worst enemy, or my best friend? What skill stood out to you? I'd love to hear it. And this is going to be an awesome opportunity. If you all enjoyed this, please share it to your Instagram. Tag me at Date Your Soul Co. I'd love to see it because when you share things like this, it tells me to make more of it, that you enjoyed learning about how to challenge your thoughts with practical life skills. Because here at Date Your Soul Co. Life Coaching, that's what I'm here to do. I'm here to help you start to value yourself and create an authentic life you love so you find inner peace. It's powerful. It's powerful when you can find that inner peace. So thank you all so much for joining on the podcast. I hope you have an amazing day and do not forget to give this podcast five stars if you love it and are enjoying the content so I can know to continue to produce this for you. Until next time.